Hello, welcome to episode 121 of The Nerd Out. I am Lisa. I'm Rich P. We're here to nerd out with you, and you can follow us when you are not listening to the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at The Nerd Out. You can also email us info at thenerdout.com, and we have a website, thenerdout.com, where we post show notes, pictures, links to cool shit. So check that out, too, if you ever want. That's us. <laughs> In a How nutshell. About you? How about you? <laughs> where are you? Because you can listen to us on virtually any podcasting platform in the entire world. And you know what? We would love your review there. iTunes. Yeah. Can even do reviews on Spotify? I don't know. Go figure it out. <laughs> Maybe you got nothing to do. You're under house arrest. I don't know. Go figure it out. Leave us yeah. a review. We love reviews. And, you know, if you, I think last week we talked about, I think you said you never heard of TuneIn. And TuneIn is kind of like where you can listen to radio stations, but like on your phone or in different devices, right? So here at the household, um, we listen to KCRW Morning Becomes Eclectic via TuneIn because sometimes our app is kind of wonky. So we put it on the TV with, app, with the Apple stick, Fire Stick, and put TuneIn. Oh. So you could also, if you have a Fire Stick, get the TuneIn app, listen to all kinds of radio stations from all around the world, and then you could also listen to podcasts, and you can listen to ours. Ours is on That's there. Cool. That's pretty cool. I am actually going to look into that, because obviously my giant television dominates the living area, and there you go. I also yeah. have a Sony speaker, which I never use. Ah, do you, is that, can you hook that up to your TV? Uh, I don't think so. Guys, if I'm wrong, tell me, but I don't think so. I don't think so. It was a, it was a gift to, um, my partner who is a Luddite. I say that affectionately, but he does does not love new technology. So, uh, he's into nature. He's, that's why he's called Ranger. Yeah. Ranger. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so T.I., uh, how are we doing this week of, uh, the last, what are we, tomorrow's the last day of May? Yeah. Um, you know, it's been a week. Um, I am not going to lie, but last weekend, um, I actually was feeling pretty low, kind of, kind of depressed, kind of lonely, mm. um, feeling very disconnected from friends and my community. Partly because in Oregon, um, at least in Southern Oregon, where I am, uh, everyone threw open their doors and the coronavirus went away. So (sighs) there were like people in the shops, people on the streets, people (sighs) eating in restaurants. Um, They rolled back virtually um, any sort of, for some legal thing. Um, Like it's not, you can't enforce any sort of, you know, social distancing or anything here. So so people just went out and partied like it was 1999. And, um, Part of me, part of me was jealous. I'm not going to lie. Like mm-hmm. I wanted to be like 1999 and instead I went to the grocery store and I was part of the, like the proud, probably 4% of people wearing masks. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I felt, I felt bitter. I felt unhappy with humanity. I felt unhappy with the coronavirus. I felt unhappy with myself. So that was how my, that was how my, I rolled into this past week. Oh man. <laughs> And then, you know, as most people know, this is the last weekend of May. There's been um, some news that's come to light um, 
about some real transgressions against Black people. Um, not just this, not just this past week, but it's really culminated, I think, in a lot of frustration and um, and um, some violence. Um, and I don't know, a lot of like the world is, the world is reacting to a lot of like long standing, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A lot of like, there's been a long standing effort to keep, uh, this country in a particular way, which is, um, cops at the top along with a lot of white people. And, um, yeah, it's just a lot of frustration for me. What about you? Same, man. Been a really heavy week. Uh, we were talking before that I don't even know what... There was nothing for me to put on the TV end. Um, but, you know, regarding the the murders, uh, you know, against Black people that are going down, um, on top of a pandemic, this fucking feels... It's the same fucking shit, just different channel, different day. But you add a pandemic and the anxiety and everything else going on on top of that with the lack of leadership, it's just like so many levels of shit. So I think T.I. and I wanted to start this podcast not on a downer, but just to kind of say we acknowledge it. Um, And if you're feeling enraged, I feel that, you know, this is a time that you can nerd out about how to help help yourself and help others and think locally first, maybe, um, you know, there's, there's, there's different organizations that TI, uh, individually, um, have donated to. We feel like that has helped. And, um, to quote, you know, my, my therapist, I had my last, um, appointment with her on Thursday, which was so fucking needed. And I was kind of bummed that it was going to be my last appointment because she's getting back surgery. Um, until August and she was just like she was frustrated herself and she was just like you know we can only do we could we're only in control of what we could do so she was like you feel she's like you know I might suggest you instead of going straight to social media um, before you do that tweet <laughs> she's like write it down get it out of your head so you're still getting it out somehow she's like get that rage out write it down um, write it down type it down you know type it out and then she's also like you know what can you do to um, what's in your power to, to to what's an actionable thing that you can do to feel like you're helping what can you control she's like you can't control everything that's going on you can't control narcissists like we had this whole conversation and stuff she's like but you can't control what you do and I was like you're right and so the next day I woke up and I looked at you know did the research you got to do the research because right now there's a lot of people that are fucking vultures and that just are on there like saying donate here we do this you have to really vet everybody unfortunately you have to see what their track record is um and stuff and you so i you donated to those and then i was like what are some resources for me myself as a parent what are some resources how can i spread the information you know so it's like my actionable things are I can donate, I can talk to my friends and families, I can check myself, check everybody else, um, I can I can disperse um, fact-based information, um, <laughs> you know, something that's not really going down these days, and 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 talk about it and have discussions and 
and and see what we could do on a on a personal. What can I do in my house? What can I do for myself? What can I do for my family? And then go out into the rings like that. Yeah. What can you do? What can you do for your immediate neighborhood? What can you do for your town or city? What can you do like in your state? Yeah. Find, like, don't be paralyzed by feeling helpless or hopeless. There are yeah. a lot of ways that you can impact change and help to support the people around you. Yeah. And just take care of yourself. Like I think we talk about at least a little bit every time is just take care of yourself. That's, that's, that's something joy is resistance and health is wealth. And it's just like, you know, the motherfuckers in power want us to be divided and stuff like that. And it's, if we're all on top of it and unite, let's make this shit happen. Um, so yeah, that's our little, little thing that's there. It. Yeah. That's our after school announcement. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Um, <laughs> So let's let's get into some nerdy shit. Yeah. Let's get into some happy shit. So what are we talking about in events and things? This is going to be too late for people to see when they hear this, but it will be living on the internet by the time uh, you hear this. So that's nice. good. Yeah. So Josh Gad, who I I don't really know who Josh Gad is, but he's a dude, an actor, uh, curly hair dude. Leader. He was in Frozen. Yeah. He plays one of the yeah. which I've never seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. He um, he has a YouTube channel, and he has been going through this phase of getting t- people together from, like, classic TV shows and movies. Oh. And so he is doing a Lord of the Rings movie reunion on Sunday, a uh, 31st. And I am sure that it will be living online and that you can go find it. And like when I was like, oh, that's cute. And and at first I read, I watched the little trailer for it, and I was like, oh, Sean Astin, Elijah Wood, um, Dominic Monaghan, and Billy Boyd. Yeah, of course they're going to be there. They're the Hobbits. They were super tight while that was filming. That's really cute. But then I was like, oh, I'm sorry, Orlando Bloom, Liv Tyler, Miranda Otto, Ian McKellen, uh, Sean Bean, <laughs> like all of, all the, of them. <laughs> All of them show up. And it's like this huge Zoom call with like 20 people who are in Lord of the Rings. And if you are a Lord of the Rings fan, this is amazing for you. I am a Lord of the Rings fan. I lady just my pants. <laughs> yeah, it was amazing. So I can't wait to watch the whole thing. If you are a Lord of the Rings person and you liked the movies, go find it online. We'll have a link to it on our website. So you can find it more easily, but it's just a Google search away, guys. Josh Gad, Lord of the Rings. How amazing. That's awesome. I know. I know. I'm very excited. So that's going to be the highlight of my day. Yeah, it's going to be a highlight (laughs) of my day tomorrow. What time tomorrow? I mean, it's going to be, people won't be able to see it, but for you, what time of the day? You're going to watch it live? I think I think I saw it was early afternoon, so I'm going to try to watch it live. Um, but you know, I also try to, I want to get out of the house. It's like raining cats and dogs. You might hear the thunder and lightning and you probably won't hear the lightning folks. Okay. I get it. But you'll hear the thunder, um, potentially (laughs) behind me. It's like raining like crazy. Um, so we're going to maybe try to get out to a hike tomorrow. We'll Mm. see TBD if we can find a place that won't be like muddy slosh. Um, so yeah, I don't know if I'll actually be here, but I think it's early afternoon and if I'm here, I'm watching it. Awesome. You definitely have to report back for sure. Yeah. Um, today, 
today is actually a really good day for sitting around and reading, which is convenient mm. because I am reading an awesome new book. Um, I'm holding up the cover for Ritzy. It's got an, a great cover. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's called My Sister the Serial Killer. Ooh. It is by a woman whose name I'm probably going to totally massacre. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Oyinkin Braithwaite? Oyinkin? Oyinkin Braithwaite? Um, she is a debut novelist, and um, she is Nigerian. And um, it's, let's see, My Sister the Serial Killer. It's sort of, it's definitely a page turner. It's definitely kind of a beach read. But it's like a slasher satire about this oh. woman whose sister keeps accidentally killing her boyfriends. <laughs> and and so this woman, the protagonist, is called in to, like, she calls the protagonist to be like, oh, my God, come help me. He attacked me and he died. And she was like, it was like a lot of times this has happened. <laughs> and then her sister goes after the guy that she has a crush on. And what do you do? So, wow. um, yeah. Mm-hmm. That it's, sounds good. Um, it, yeah. I was trying to find something good for book club. This was, um, got a lot of rave reviews, like one of the top fiction and one of the top debut novels on Goodreads, um, which I think we've talked about a lot. I am on Goodreads. If any of you guys are on Goodreads, find me, uh, something, find me on social media or on Goodreads and let's be buddies. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm reading that and it is super good. So, um, I'm looking forward to spending some maybe rainy Saturday, Saturday day with my book. Oh, nice. That sounds lovely. With a little bit of tea, a little tea next to you. Got a little, got a little tea going right now. Nice. Nice. Um, I wish I had, you you wish you you had what? I wish I had bourbon in it. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) But if you ha- do you have some in Are the house? Oh, we do. We do. <laughs> it um, might later. Um, I'm looking for a new book to read. Uh, I finished uh, okay. Glennon Doyle's Untamed. I don't, you know, it was okay. And uh, But what I'm going to start reading today, well, either I'm going to read or the Supernatural Bear is going to read, um, but we're definitely going to get in today, is J.K. Rowling has a new book that she has started last week, I believe, um, releasing three chapters at a time. It's called oh. The Ichabog. Oh. And so everyone's excited, but it was also awesome because she's, she's releasing it for free on her site. And I, we have a link to the actual, the Ichabog site. And she said that she wrote this while she was writing Harry Potter. She'd read it to her kids. Um, and it's about um, injustice and da, 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 da. She, so she said she wrote it a long time ago. It just happens to be totally about the times but also another cool thing and and the supernatural bear is excited is that she it's it's she said that it's a good um book for kids maybe seven to nine year old to read themselves so but i want the supernatural better read read it out loud if he's going to read it because i want to know about it too um but also (laughs) she's doing she's going to release i think like a digital um version of it uh, this November, and she's accepting illustrations from kids. So if you tweet Aww. and do a certain hashtag, she'll pick some of them. 
And I think she said that she mentions on her site, like, some things that she's kind of looking for, but she really wants the kids to just kind of run wild, read the story, listen to the story, and and illustrate what what they feel is appropriate. So the Supernatural Bear, I was like, you know, no pressure. Like, you don't have to... You know, it just suggests. He goes, "Oh no, no!" He's like, "He's like, it's on." <laughs> He's like, "It is so on." <laughs> so um, I told him we could start it on the weekend. That when we do the little sleepover, you know, when he's like with me in in the room. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna start it to to tonight, and I'll let you know how it goes. But I'm excited to have something quality to read. She's so talented. So I know. Imagine being the sort of person who's writing. Harry Potter, and then your side gig is you're writing another story for your kids. Yeah. Like, no big deal. Yeah. She's pretty great. She's yeah. pretty great. Um, well, the other thing that I have been doing um, this week is I actually watched a lot of television for some reason. Um, maybe it's Escape. Uh, yeah, for and sure. Thing that you suggested a week ago that I am so glad you suggested and totally loving is Debs. Thanks to Lilium. I would have never, never watched it if no. it wasn't for her. No. And, you know, it's funny. It's actually kind of polarizing because I've been telling a bunch of people I'm watching it and people are, are either like, yeah, it's pretty good. Or they're like, oh my God, yes. <laughs> so I'm def- I think that if you haven't, if you haven't watched it yet, um, look, worst case scenario is you're going to be in the like, oh, it's kind of good, but, um, best case scenario, you might be like me and be like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like, um, what's his name? Nick Offerman. Like you said, like, so creepy. I, I was so good. I wasn't expecting him to be, when you said it was a dramatic role, I wasn't expecting it to be quite as dark as <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, that's really interesting. Um, I'll tell you the other thing that I love. It has this great sort of installation art piece in the middle of this tech campus mm. that is, like, creepy and beautiful and really interesting. Like, I don't know. Everything the visuals about is, are fucking on point. Yeah. The cinematography. Yeah. It's so, like, thoughtful and beautifully shot. Um, I think that my only beef about it, and I'm only probably a half of the way through the series, but my only beef with it is I'm not in love with the female lead. I felt the same way. First of all, I wanted to know, going back, were you hooked after the first episode? Or for me, it wasn't immediate. It was like, because of her, I was like, I was about to give up because of her. I was like, she she's giving me indie film acting her voice yeah you know especially in the beginning compared to um zoe kravitz um husband carl whatever his name like he's acting nick offerman are acting you know and i'm like and 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 you know what it is what as you keep going then you're like oh okay it's because that's it's like her 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 tone of voice and it's because it's her character she's so that's and like I don't want without giving stuff away it's just like that's her it's her character it's her steez she's just kind of like mm, not too emotional not too even when she is emotional it's kind of subdued I don't know it's hard to describe but she was irking the fuck out of me in the beginning and it wasn't until <laughs> second episode that I was like okay 
I'm hooked. And then I was kind of in a, probably in a depressive state too. So I was just like watching, like laying there watching it. I what you know what? I actually was. I remember telling the ladies, I was like, yeah, I'm pretty down. So I'm just here laying. Oh, surfing the crimson wave. Uh, First day of surfing uh-huh. the crimson wave. So I was just laying there cramping up <laughs> sideways watching like a bunch of episodes. And then I was like, oh, this is good. Uh-huh. So you're done. Um, I'm about halfway through. Um, it is one of those mm. ones that I am enjoying a lot more than Ranger Ted. So I may have to fin- I may have to find the time to finish it myself. Well, I'm excited to because it's only eight eight episodes, I think. So you're I yeah. It's eight. I'm yeah. I'm halfway there. I'm halfway there. Sweet. Um, yeah. So uh, thank you for that hot tip. I am really enjoying it, and I can't wait to talk to you next time when I imagine I will have it complete. Maybe um, we should do because this is kind of like one of those shows. Maybe we should have like Lilium on and maybe someone else yeah. that loves it and maybe no, like really is into the meat of it. Because I was saying last week that I don't think I would understand this one, this as if I didn't watch The yeah. Good Place, if I didn't have that intro to um, uh, free will versus uh, det- determinism <laughs> and like. All of the different things like I, I don't know about I don't know all those fucking different schools of thought and philosophy and shit like that and ethics and stuff like that. So for me, if it wasn't for the good place, I don't, I don't think I would understand it as much. I don't think I probably understand it as much as you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm excited to see because without I can't spoil shit, but wait till the end. Like. Okay. And then we'll have, and then it's like mad discussions, mad discussions. Okay. All right. Um, okay. That could be, that could be a good revisit with, um, larger experts. Um, I would also like to report because I did say that I was watching now, um, Amazon prime series called Bosch that we finished season one. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Um, And uh, I imagine we'll probably rev into that. But the thing that has truly captured our imagination, the palate cleanser, if you will, from (laughs) a world gone terribly wrong, is The Great. We have been loving The Great. Oh, nice. You're telling me I should watch it. Maybe I'll I'll peek in. It's uh, it's on Hulu. It is um, it's by the same writer that did The Favorite, uh, the movie. And it's about Catherine the and um, her sort of marriage and arrival in Russia. And the tone of it is sort of like serious but whimsical. Uh, Nicholas Holt is the male lead, and like really, most of the most of the series hinges on him being likable, like likable enough, or or kind of cute enough that he can get away with being as awful as he is. Mm. And uh, Elle Fanning is cute as a button. And the, like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to, it makes it sound bad if I say that it's like, oh, it's adorable. Oh, it's cute. Oh, it's whatever. It's also like a very sharp satire. Um, But yeah, and and the clothes are great and the sets are great. It's, (laughs) It's really super, super well done. I am really enjoying it. And the palate cleanser. We need that shit. We need those shows. Yeah. We need the, 
Yeah, the little respite, like, yeah. After, like, a long day of work and shitty news, being able (laughs) to be like, ah, let's just watch this and, like, kind of laugh and enjoy, like, very wealthy people behaving badly, it's very enjoyable. (laughs) Cool. I need something like that. Last night, um, Miosito and I were like, is there anything to watch, which is rare. We're never, like rarely have time to watch something together right and then I was like I don't mm-hmm. know I go let me check around and I was like we need something funny like whose newest stand-up is on point we tried like three or four new stand-up series and within the five first five minutes like the new um uh Jerry Seinfeld bloops um <laughs> there was a new uh Patton Oswalt Aldwalt bloop or I was like, I was like, who else? I was like, ah, oh, forget it. So I, don't, I think we ended up not watching anything because we're just pissed. We're just like, this sucks. Everything sucks. <laughs> it's hard. To, it's hard to find funny. It's hard to find For funny. Sure. Yeah, the struggle is real. Like Future Man, I found. Um, I found pretty funny. That's the. That's really the only funny thing I've seen lately. On Sunday, I was watching Insecure, and there was a couple of laugh-out-loud moments on that mm-hmm. one. And I was like, oh, this is genuine. Like, this is like, like I, it was super loud at night. And I, was, I had my headphones on and stuff, and I was like, oh, this is good. I need more of something like this. So I'm looking mm-hmm. for something like that. I don't know if you guys have any recommendations. Um, yeah, if out there is, is watching something funny, please tell us, because I, I need funny. Yeah, and Maybe I don't find do. anything funny. So I'm a tough crowd. Look, if you can be, if you are out there, you are and a you tough crowd. Thing, and you can make me laugh, I will send you a dollar. <laughs> Ooh, incentive! You, yeah, I will send you a whole dollar. That's right. Um. Yeah. So that's that's kind of my that's kind of my TV. I I was delighted that I found a couple of things that I'm super into watching right now. Nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I like Sundays for the next couple of Sundays because there's some quality TV. Like I mentioned, Insecure, and then I watch Vida. It's softcore porn, and it's <laughs> it's it's good. It's like in their 30 minutes each. It's like okay, that's nice to nice way. Um, but um, so something uh, uh, <clears throat> a section we don't we rarely venture into lately. Yeah. Uh, podcasts. What are we talking about, Ti? What are we talking about? <laughs> I have found a really great podcast, which I am going to recommend to all of you. Uh, I'm only an episode and a half in, so. Uh, But it is called Wind of Change. And uh, it is about the, um, okay, first of all, I know that some of you guys are pretty young, but still, if you don't know who the Scorpions are, you should go look it up. Those of you oh, of certain age, yeah. those of you of a certain age know the Scorpions, right? Yeah. Here I am. Rock you like a hurricane. Come on, come on, come, come on. on, come on. You know? Yeah. Um, their biggest song was a song called Wind of Change, and it's the one that starts out. Let's see if I can do this on the spot. It starts out and it's all <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that song. Um, so it's a, it is a podcast about that song because um, what if 
the CIA wrote that song as part of propaganda in the late 80s. What? Because, allegedly, the CIA wrote that song as part of propaganda <laughs> in the late 80s. What? Yeah. <laughs> and maybe that's part of why the Berlin Wall came down. What? How, how many episodes is this shit? <laughs> I think it's I don't know. Um they're only they're releasing them periodically, but I think probably eight or something. And it's all about like um what? covert operations in the intelligence community communities in the eighties. And um, you know, as somebody said, I think in the first episode, she's like a an expert in covert ops. She was like, you know, you have these two superpowers looking at each other over the fence and temporarily like the guns are pointed at the ground. How are they fighting each other? Fighting each other with culture. And it's all about like this weird, this weird subcurrent of culture wars that were going on between um, the communists and America, basically. And um, this one guy, he has a friend, like a friend of a friend who was in the CIA and said, Oh yeah, I was told when I was um, first joined the CIA, um, very matter of factly, that 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 the song was written by and planted it, with the Scorpions, the hugest German band of all time. That it was um, a song to help undermine the communist regime. That's fucking crazy. I'm definitely going to listen to that probably today <laughs> when I'm making the lunch brunch right now because uh-huh. I'm looking at the lyrics. So I always remember down to Gorky Park, like that part. Yeah. And I, I, yeah. But I've never like paid attention. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of songs, especially because I mean, how old were we back then? But like I've never really paid attention. And now that you're saying it and I'm looking at the lyrics. Yeah, I'm going to have to listen to that shit. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and it's, yeah. And, and so it's actually really interesting and it's a really interesting exploration of like hard rock and hair metal and music and culture and the cold war, the cold war, man. That's crazy. Wind of change. Yeah. And it's produced by crooked media and, um, I tend to enjoy a lot of their podcasts. So yeah. Wind of change guys. Wind of change. Oh my god, I'm so I subscribed right now. I just subscribed. <laughs> I just subscribed. So far Oh wait. There's season one. So far, season one. How many seasons? Season one uh, has it, three episodes. And I think that you can I've heard from their um what? I've heard from their like blurbs and like you can go to Spotify and listen to all of them right now. But otherwise, they just released the iTunes app. Um, I don't know if it's three a week or three every other week or what. Anyway, I'm not listening uh, to so many podcasts that I can't just wait until it shows up on my phone. But yeah, wind of change, kids. Thank you. That's a good one. That's ooh, intrigued. Yeah. Intrigued me. I'm <laughs> on it. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, not not on the same line, but, you know, it's the nerd out. And I just love, I listen to a lot of podcasts, but I really love when people are super nerdy and nerd out about a bunch of different things. And I think I might have mentioned it here before, but Questlove Supreme has a podcast and it's him and like a couple of friends and they're always on there. They have like amazing guests. And I think part of it is because Questlove is usually friends with them or 
he's a fan of them and they're a fan of him because everybody knows that Questlove, you know, has impeccable taste. And they also know that he nerds out, like nerds out. And it's awesome to hear um, like he'll have, um, I think he had like Lenny Kravitz and he had to break it up into two parts because Lenny's like, yo, this is fun. And like, they'll start talking about, and Lenny, Lenny Kravitz has crazy, amazing stories. And then Questlove will like understand all these things and everyone's on there. They'll be like, how do you know that? And he's like, oh, I'm a nerd. He's like, we're all nerds out here. That's why we're friends. And I love that. So I thought that, you know, if you love music, um, Music and music history of all genres, not just if not, it's not just hip hop. I mean, you know, like I wasn't even really knowing that Questlove produced D'Angelo's famous album. Like I had no idea. And you and love, you love some, De- some D'Angelo for sure. The D'Angelo dips. And it's just like learning all the little, I love that shit. The little details of the backgrounds and, you know, all these different things. So yeah, like yeah, I think the got, latest one is like Nora Lewis. Jones. Yeah, I haven't listened to that one yet. I'm so excited about that one. We we got James Taylor. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is cool. And you know what? Um he also has really good artwork for, for his, his podcast. Um, podcast, which utilizes the same color scheme that we do. Yeah. Hello. Great minds. Great minds. Um, so yeah, so I figured, you know, take a, take a gander, take a listen. Yeah. So it's all, we're all music. We're on the same, same, same lane today. A little bit of music. I think music is helping me. Is it helping you? I feel like music, I I need it every day, Yeah. but especially, you know, also Questlove, he, if you listen to he does like he's live pretty much every day. Today he's live into well, you're not going to listen. It'll be too late. But today he's doing a thing that he never does. He never spins the roots. But today is supposed to be hit the the roots picnic and the concert that they put together, the festival they put together. So he's like, since we're in lockdown, I'm going to play. But when he he's different from other DJs that are doing live because he gives you a grip of trivia, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know. And then people yeah. like that. He gives you a grip of trip. He'll like, he'll turn it down a little bit lower. And he'd be like, he's like, fun fact, such and such and such and such. And he'd be like, what? Like, what the fuck? Just, yeah. What did you just say right now? Yeah. He did, um, he did uh, the Bill Withers. He's, he did like a big sort of Bill Withers dedication mm. and did a set that I listened to one Saturday. I listened to it for like two hours. And he had some, and he said, and he has always said that like Bill Withers is one of his like biggest legends and inspirations. And he had so many interesting stories. Like I was like, damn, that was great. Yeah, because so, he's yeah. a nerd. He he's a he's a straight up nerd. He nerds out. And one also story that you hear throughout the podcast and his interviews is that um, his his parents tricked him and so when he was little he he only listened to um records that his parents had so as he was growing up he thought that that was the music of the day like he thought that was current music he said it wasn't until he went to like i don't know kindergarten or something in elementary school and they're like oh bring one of your let's talk about one of your favorite songs current favorite songs and i think he brought like the jackson five and She's like, oh, it's a classic. And they're like, and he's like, no, this is. And he's like, she's like, no, sweetie. Like, and then that's how he found out that he he'd been duped. 
So he was raised, he was literally raised, like we were all kind of raised, like a certain generations are raised by what your parents listen to, but we know that that's what they're listening to. But then we also have what's currently playing. So mm-hmm. yeah, you know, so it's funny. I love sh- stories like that about music. But um, yeah, T.I., I think, what are we thinking? Wrap it up? I feel like. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like we I feel like we covered everything we needed to cover. The rain's coming down. There's some thunder and lightning. I was really sorely tempted to go to uh, there's a local farmers market that goes until oh, nice. uh, that goes for another hour and a half. I was kind of tempted to go because I was like, nobody's going to be there in the rain. Yeah, and good I won't have to deal with people. Yeah, and so good pickings. People are going to be like, take it. I don't how much <laughs> fire sale. Take it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm kind of debating that, but then I'm also like, are half of these people going to be like, this is bullshit, and they're already they already packed up and went home? I don't know. How far is it? Oh, half an hour, maybe not even twenty five. I say do it. Fuck it. What else you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Give me. Yeah, exactly. What else? How? When else am I getting out of the house today? Exactly. So do it. Um, all right, okay. then, Tia, we good? Yeah, we're super good. We're better. You know what? We're better than we were. We're better. We're better than we were. Yeah. Thank you for this, man. Yeah. <laughs> all right, then. Peace out, nerds. Make track quick, it's a toggle round. Got ourselves in situation, stuck in a new location without any explanation. No time for relaxation. Don't, 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 don't blink. Don't think. Just go, 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 go. Sonic is on the road. Sonic is number one. Sonic's coming next to watch out. But Sonic, I'll go fast. Go, go fast. Gotta go faster, 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 dude. Sonic is the best. Gotta go faster, gotta go fast. Gotta go faster, 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 Sonic, yeah.